0: Whatever, Spikey. There you go. Uh, yeah. This is Daddy's I got chair.
1: It. It's my, uh, my hand.
0: Yeah. yeah. that's a perfect angle for a for a. <laughs> <laughs> For what? For for a person, it's just a good angle. It's like this. <laughs> yeah,
1: you can go lower like that. So oh, and then
0: you have that hang- halo over you, like uh, it's like Life of Brian. Yep,
1: that's what it's like.
0: It might be like that. Oh fuck. but uh it's real frustrating to try to find like things to get make these things work and find adapters and shit
1: that's the same reason why uh that's the same thing uh that's trump's problem right now he's just ha- he's just having a hard time
0: but he's m- keeping his I don't even know. It's like uh, a bunch of papers on a piece of table, then they're all blowing away, and he's trying to, like, put rocks on them. I don't know what, what his...
1: Yeah, he needs... Um...
0: He needs to go back and change his whole strategy and be like the nice Trump. That was, that's the problem. He could have been right. like...
1: it's like if you're going to collect pennies...
0: He could have pandered you gotta, you to both keep... sides...
1: You got to keep them separated. He's already committed. Here. He's just got all of his penny collection in one drawer.
0: Well, he's he's only taken. He's you know those pennies that in the coin star that fall out. <laughs> he just leaves them there. He's like these, these pennies are dirty. I always thought that Christopher Walken should have played Trump at one time. Because he kind of sounded like him in the old – maybe uh, 20 years ago when it, Donald Trump almost sounded kind of New York. Well, he's from New York. Yeah, and right? so it, it – and so – Christopher rocks was from Brooklyn or whatever, and it kind of would have the same – he could have played him. You know what I mean? Well – I also think um, – who's the guy in the trip? Uh, Keith – or – not Keith Coogan, but Steve, <laughs> Steve Coogan is different. The a difference. Uh, Steve I Coogan like, should play Gore Vidal. That's one of my other theories. I think
1: you've mentioned that. What do you think about uh, Hamlet 2? I liked Hamlet 2.
0: It's over the or, top.
1: Uh, rock me sexy Jesus.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like the, the only other person that could have done that was like Jim Carrey. It's almost over the top like Jim Carrey, although. Well, there's
1: that. Uh, there's like a Netflix special where Johnny Depp portrayed Trump. Did you ever see that?
0: No, I remember hearing about it. Maybe I did see part of it. That was a while ago, wasn't it? That was a few it years was- when he was running.
1: I think so, yeah.
0: He hadn't done all nearly as much terrible things.
1: It was very, it was very weird, though. I remember watching it. I don't remember. The accent was really, (laughs) accent was weird.
0: Uh, I don't like Johnny Depp, and I don't like Brad Pitt. I think they're both pretty mediocre.
1: Well, there was a lot of, I think he had a lot of makeup on. Like, he looked weird but you could still tell it was Johnny Depp. I don't know. It was, it was a very, I, I don't remember if I watched all of it. I may have fallen asleep because it wasn't very good.
0: Um, I'm sure it wasn't. Remember that's my Bush.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I remember from that show is when he's like, um, he's like stealing, stealing cable from the neighbor or something. And he's got this huge, <laughs> this huge, uh, just like chain of cables running into the white the front door of the White House, and it's all like duct taped down yeah. to the car. But I don't remember anything else about the show. I don't remember who played the guy.
0: Because Bush was just kind of like a dude that would do that, just kind of rig th- things, and you know, like if you're putting a stereo and a TV on the same thing and like he's the kind of guy who would just have all the cables on the front you know what i mean instead of yeah, hiding them was, behind and he, routing he was
1: them, smart guy
0: yeah you just hook them uh, up first and then shove it in there and then, and then all the power and all the rca cables just stick out the front he's like
1: he, he's the kind of guy that like takes two really important things and is like how can i simplify this and that's how you come up with uh, like a microwave that tells time also. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He, he's like, he would do the uh, the bathroom buddy from the Gremlins. Like that was that would be a George Bush invention or the smokeless ashtray. Both of those are good. It's like
1: in uh, the office when Steve when Michael Scott was talking about his inventions. And that one thing that he's trying to market called like, um, Toilet Buddy.
0: Yeah, a little caddy on the toilet <laughs> with like a book and it like catches.
1: <laughs> he said that it like it goes inside the toilet to catch like any of your stuff that falls out of your pockets.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> somebody like invented the thing in the for the car that you stick in your car between your yeah. seats. But I think that's what was actually <laughs> a good idea. But, you drinking a brewski?
1: Yeah. What are you drinking? Iced tea?
0: I have to drink tea. Well, that's
1: good for I'm you.
0: Off, I'm off the booze. Yeah. I thought it would make me like sharper and faster and smarter, but nah.
1: Well. <laughs> It's it seems like more and more people are getting off the booze. You know, that's another, uh, you know, Trump thing. That's why he's so sharp because he doesn't drink.
0: No, but he's on Xanax or something. Something's going on here. There, he doesn't get any sleep. It seems like Trump is tired.
1: Uh, I don't know if he needs sleep.
0: had another bad night of sleep. I uh...
1: Uh, you know, I haven't. I haven't been trying to pay attention to him much, but I still do like to hear from time to time when he storms out of a conference, like, uh, like in the middle of a question, or if he just, like, occasionally I'll I'll watch, like, an entire conference of his where he just, like, won't, like, he'll go on for, you know.
0: Ten minutes and then two questions is too much for
1: but never answer like directly what the person is yeah. asking. That'll be like, well, oh, next uh, next question. That's enough. Yeah.
0: A valid question is an attack <laughs> because he was like, I can't believe you asked me a question that I didn't have a good answer to.
1: Yeah, uh, like most recently was that like Veterans uh, Care Act or something that he kept saying that he had he had passed that no other president had ever been able to do and one of the reporters is like why do you why do you keep trying to take credit for this when this was signed into law by barack obama uh, (laughs) like six years ago
0: and he's
1: (laughs) and he was he was just like okay he was like that's enough yeah Uh, he was like thank you and just like stormed out like
0: if you're just going to be a jerk and ask me that he question.
1: started playing fucking YMCA by the village people as he was storming off the stage. Like, that's oh. his exit music. He's such a fucking idiot.
0: Well, he stole a couple songs from people that were mad at, I think, Neil Young and...
1: Uh, well, The Stones, I think, as well.
0: He played Rockin' in the Free World. <laughs> which is written in the time of trump about like homelessness and like a bad how the rich people were taking advantage of poor people basically is what the song's about
1: but what like i understand that he's like trying to rally and get his fucking goons excited and they don't understand that like song like rock in the free world is completely against no everything he stands for, like everything Neil Young, you know, all of his songs are against, Yeah,
0: they wouldn't know
1: for some reason. Like, why is it? Why does, how does he land on YMCA? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was a, this bad timing. It was like YMCA, but it, it's, it sounds so carefree that it's almost like he doesn't care. He's like, right, this is what I think of your question. YMCA is more important than me answering your question. It should have been like, I don't know. There's no good song at that point. Like he could have had to play something more like uh, "Badass," you know, like uh, "Steppenwolf," "Born to Be Wild," like "Dance, Dance," like as he walk off.
1: Yeah, sure, he. I'm sure he does play that at like rallies. Where, yeah,
0: uh, you know. and he does it repeatedly. He just plays it, and then until he, he tries to get away with playing these songs until someone tells him not to, and gives him a cease and desist. And he's, he's done it multiple times because he doesn't. He didn't like call someone up and ask him because none of these guys are going to do it. Like you'd have to get what what person would voluntarily give their song a Kid Rock or something. You know what I mean, or uh, Joey or, or Johnny Ramone? Isn't probably.
1: Kid Rock like friends with Donald Trump?
0: Yeah, like I'm sure Kid Rock has let him play some songs on his campaign. He but I would oh talk.
1: man. If he, if he,
0: American if badass, he played
1: or... like um, Ba with Ba.
0: Yeah, if it would have that would been the song he played every time, he... it would have been his campaign song, or like <laughs> actually, it's it's funny because we talk about it. Like he's campaigning, but he's just been doing this for four years. He does like p- just promotions. He doesn't do press conferences. There's no press conferences. There's promotion, PR. It's like Ronald. He can, Reagan.
1: he can call it whatever he wants.
0: It's like Ronald Reagan would. It turned into just PR. You know, it's a holly, It's a show. does he? How he? Doesn't he do a State of the Union address? Is, uh, uh, when do they do those?
1: Aren't you, as president, like, supposed to do that? I can't
0: I mean, remember I'm how sure. often. Is it just halfway through, or is it every year? Are you hiccuping? Yeah. You're like a, you're like a, a cartoon boozy wino?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think of a drunk cartoon character, but I can't.
0: There's the one from the elephant when the sing, the tiny elephant. Do you remember the tiny elephant walking on the sidewalk? And there's a no, it's it's Warner Brothers. There's a tiny cartoon elephant, and then like this drunk guy walks by and he says, "Look at his watch, you're late," and then he walks (laughs) away. Because he's so drunk, he doesn't, he doesn't care, it's a giant elephant. I'm going to unplug this. So, yeah, it's, something's weird. Do you hear a weird distortion? I thought you were just putting some distortion on the vocals. Oh, you'd know it. Some, yeah, we could both sound like fucking like a, like a butthole surfer's back and forth so you don't have the reverb on
1: I haven't found that uh, option on my phone
0: so how are you doing the <laughs> reverb on your on that show on the bullshitters in the boiler room show the JR does that's,
1: uh, it, it just comes out that way like in the boiler room
0: <laughs> what do you mean in where you're at
1: there's just, yeah it's just great acoustics
0: in the <laughs> I don't think room. that's true <laughs> <laughs> like, you're inside that thing that Freddy Krueger went inside where they, glo- he, they, they keep his glove.
1: Well, I mean, you're,
0: yeah. You're, I you're inside mean, a up with a
1: boiler where you would bang on one.
0: But you're inside <laughs> of a steel drum?
1: Well, not inside of it. That's like Waterworld where that guy is in the bottom of the ship like down with all that oil or something. Remember that?
0: I don't remember that part. I know that Dennis, that's one of Dennis Hopper's shit movies that he made.
1: He, Dennis Hopper, like opens the, the like latch or the uh, lid or whatever. And looks down, that guy's down in there and he's like, how are you doing, sir? Something like that. Cause it was a,
0: he used it as a jail, as a prison. It used to be like a tank.
1: I, uh, no, the guy is like, his, his duty is like doing something down there, but he's just in a bunch of, uh, oil or something. I don't know. But Dennis Hopper just like spits, (laughs) spits down and it lands like right on the guy's glasses as he's looking up at Dennis Hopper and the guy's like, thank you, sir. And
0: Dennis Hopper just closes the door on him. Shit, man. I got I to gotta watch Waterworld again.
1: But, yeah, when Bryce and I were talking about when I first brought up Bullshitters in the Boiler Room to Bryce, that was, like, a scene I referenced. I was like, oh, yeah, you know that scene where, like, that guy's, like, down in the ship, and Bryce was like,
0: what? No one <laughs> knows that scene, except the Waterworld, if you've seen Waterworld more than once.
1: Or no, I don't think he thanks Dennis Hopper for spitting on him. Uh, he thanks Kevin Costner when Kevin Costner opens it up and throws a lit match down in there. And right before it explodes, the guy's like,
2: thank you.
0: Who's, who's the actor?
1: <laughs> he's, huh?
0: Who's the actor? Is he a... I don't know. Uh... Is he like a little person? <laughs>
1: no, no, he's... Uh... Uh, I mean, he looks like a mechanic, like, like a little old man, okay, uh, like greasy, uh, kind of like, uh, the tow truck driver in neighbors. You remember that guy
0: that <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> punches Shit. Earl Shit. Keith in the stomach? <laughs> uh, is it, well, is that the guy in neighbors is the guy in gremlins? Maybe the guy that the, the, the talks about the gremlins. Like, last time I
1: tried to watch last time I tried to rewatch Gremlins, I fell asleep too. Falling asleep too
0: much. I. You're probably drinking eggnog because it was Christmas time.
1: You know, I'm actually. I haven't. I haven't been on the nog in a couple of years.
0: I, I want uh, a nog. I, I want a nog right now.
1: I got pretty hard into the nog with uh, Bryce and Jason for a long time. And then I think, like, one year, it must have been on, like, Christmas Eve, the three of us got, like, really, really drunk drinking eggnog. And I I think I drank, like, two bottles of the Evan Williams eggnog that I was mixing with brandy. And the next morning when I went to my parents' house on Christmas, I was, I mean, I was really, really not feeling great. I mean, you're hungover. (laughs) But on top of it, you've got, like, a body full of fucking, like, eggnog.
0: It's a big sugar crash on top so of it. My parents
1: <laughs> Parents gave me a bottle of Evan Williams eggnog for some reason. It's, like, already mixed. Stuffer, And I looked at it, and I, like, threw up in my mouth a little bit. Yeah. It's still in my refrigerator. I've never opened it. It's probably been, like, four years. Really? Yeah. I, I,
0: Christmas know. is coming up.
1: I know. And it's it means one less trip to the store because I've already got that aged.
0: It uh, is aged uh, like eighteen years egg aged eggnog mix.
1: <laughs> it's very cool. It's been chilling for
0: It's years. very it's really cool. <laughs> it's a you can't thick get... nothing like a thick Fuck. viscous alcoholic beverage.
1: Yeah, like um I remember did your did your parents ever save like bacon grease and put it in the uh, refrigerator?
0: My mom did.
1: My mom used to do that and I remember I would see it in like a mason jar in the refrigerator yeah. sometimes and it was like one of the grossest looking things. And it's
0: and it's the same container that's been there for 20 years. Yeah. The same be- bacon <laughs> grease thing.
1: It doesn't doesn't really and No one look ever good. uses it doesn't really look the same but for some reason I always think about um, like refrigerated bacon grease when yeah. in basketball when he drinks out of that pap smear bag with the straw or no not pap smear. <laughs> <The> <laughs> bag of uh
0: he says uh, it's like suction
1: from Marlon Brando's ass or something yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. He's like, mm, "Oh my god." He's like, "Why am I drinking this?" Fat liposuction for Marlon Brando's ass. When before was, he's uh, dead. That's <laughs> Was it before
1: he was dead? I don't remember when he that, died. Probably
0: if they wouldn't joke around about a a freshly dead Marlon Brando.
1: A dead guy's liposuction. Uh speaking of Brando, when was the last time you watched uh
0: Uh, apocalypse now uh,
1: no what you're thinking of is uh, the island of Dr. Moreau Uh,
0: just the first I watched it once like a long time ago and the best part was just the the animal people orgy and then and then Val Kilmer doing the Marlon Brando impression he does that in in more than
1: one movie actually
0: yeah. Uh, what's the other one? What's the other one?
1: It's called Twixt. It's uh, a. God, I want to say, it's a Francis Ford Coppola movie. It's this like gothic Twist? Twixt. Twixt. T W I X T. That's weird. Val Kilmer portrays. Uh, God, what is his fucking name? Uh,
0: <laughs> Hall Baltimore. Is it a weird like a uh, fan fantasy type movie? Yeah, artsy. Yeah, I've seen part of that. Me and Eric Conrath used to rent weird movies when I lived with them, and we'd watch. It and I couldn't remember half of them.
1: Uh, he's in it, and Bruce Dern plays like a sheriff in it. But Val Kilmer's character is like a he's a yeah. novelist.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've seen it.
1: Stops in some town to do a book signing at like my book. The sa- also like a hardware store and uh like nobody cares. <laughs> <Yeah>, no. <laughs> but it's like there's some like uh abandoned resort or some bullshit that at some point in time Edgar Allan Poe stayed at so he like sticks around and then he gets like engulfed in all he the talks spirit. to it's
0: Edgar around. Allan Poe yeah like it's like a ghost figure but there's a scene where he's in
1: his motel room and he's he's getting real drunk by himself and he's just talking to himself and he starts doing the Brando voice.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know if he felt like he did a really good Brando or something. like, I wonder how many times yeah. he tried to convince the director, like, "Hey, you should really let me do. You got to hear my Brando. You know what? Even better."
0: The dead, the director. Well, don't, have,
1: don't have me do it until you're uh, rolling the film.
0: Uh, well, who directed Island Doctor Moreau? Oh,
1: fuck. Uh, I can't, well, the guy that was supposed to direct it got fired from it. And then they brought in the other oh, guy. Oh, that's
0: right. There's a big story about it. Um,
1: I, I can't remember. The, uh, I the, can't fucking think of either of their names right now. Um, yeah, uh, but one
0: was Stephen, or none was uh, uh, uh you know his name, <laughs> uh, Steve Coogan. It was Keith Coogan from uh, well, um, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Another director was um, Peter Bogdanovich was one of them, right?
1: I think so. Yeah, and the first one was Richard something.
0: Right? Was it Ridley Scott? No. I thought both directors were really good and neither of them wanted to do it. (laughs) No,
1: the first guy wanted, the guy that was originally on it wanted to do it. And he had like this whole vision of how it was supposed to be. And
0: uh, and I just
1: just recently watched uh, the Island of Lost Souls too, which is the documentary about like, the, like, chaos during that
0: yeah, production. Yeah, I've heard about it. And,
1: like, that. at some point, they basically told him, like, you're done. And, like, we're going to pay you the, the rest of your contract, but, like, you have to leave the island. And you have to, like, go back to uh, England, big? I think. And uh, so <laughs> they, they had bought him a plane ticket and just, like, never – They just assumed he left, and then, like, somebody had contacted somebody on the set at some point. They're like, hey, where's so-and-so? They're like, what do you mean? He was supposed to fly back. And he was like, well, he didn't come back. And then they found out that he was just, like, living on the island in a hut or something. (laughs) And it's, like, uh, believed that he made his way onto the set and wore, like, one of the Beast costumes the entire time. So he's like in the the movie, but like, it was like really hot and everybody would be like, nobody could wait to get out of their costumes, but there was just this one cast member that would never take off his costume and he had on the hat, the head and everything. And he'd just be stand there and they'd be like, (laughs) Hey, you know, you can take that off. And he'd be like, Oh no. So yeah, they think that was, um, him, I guess. I could
0: look it up if you really want to know.
1: Oh, I mean, I'll watch it later tonight. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the guy that got fired from it, uh, he just he just did some movie uh, that has Nicolas Cage in it. He wrote and directed it. Uh, it's I really. The Color Out of Space or something?
0: Nicolas Cage makes a movie every four months, so I don't even know.
1: It, it's like every four minutes.
0: He makes a movie every four minutes?
1: Uh, I still haven't watched Mandy, but uh, the most recent Nicolas Cage movie that's come out that I've seen was with him and Gina Gershon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> with Mom and Dad. Have you seen that?
0: No, it looked pretty good.
1: He gets he goes uh, he gets his cage on in that movie. He gets pretty crazy.
0: He's always i uh, he always has to get a little cage on, even in something like Con Air. Let me look up. Well, yeah,
1: by that point in his career, they were like, "Look, you're going to be in this movie because we want you to." you know, Bu. you. Do you remember that video game at the, uh, like the movie theater arcade rage in a cage? No. It was, it was just
0: a basketball
1: game. Like you shoot baskets, but it was called rage in a cage. And that was, that was like the only lyrics in the song. There, but I thought, <laughs> because,
0: there's a song that played.
1: Yeah. It was just like, it was like a real deep voice, but I mean, it was probably like slowed down. It was like, rage in a cage <laughs> over, uh, over um, uh, hip hop music. And I always thought it <clears throat>
0: would be, a, you know, good
1: be a great segment, uh, like a great uh, name of a show about Nicolas Cage movies.
0: Yeah, like that, that clip of the day. Yeah. But there's so many. And uh, there's all-
1: that, that's, the, that's the whole point. Like, you could never run out of um, things to talk about.
0: You still haven't seen Vampire's Kiss. Really? Yeah. You know, yeah.
1: I just watched um, the Dracula with Jack Palance.
0: There's a where balance plays Dracula? Uh Bram's
1: Bram, Bram Stoker's Bram Stoker's Dracula.
0: What No, no. do no. you
1: mean I I didn't know about it before. It was on uh what year that streaming service um Shudder. Uh okay. I think in like the late 60s maybe. I forget what year it was, but it's really weird. It's not really weird. Um, The face that he makes anytime they show him is really weird because it's just like
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jack Fallon's (laughs) crazy. He's got, I mean, the
1: fangs are fucking huge. And um, he makes these faces when he sees like, he like recognizes the woman from a, from a photo where this guy's like, He's like, oh yes, that's that's me wife, or I mean, yeah. just that's not the guy's accent at all. Uh, it should have been. That's,
0: uh, me <laughs> that's me wife.
1: That's me wife. Take
0: a gander at me. Have me photo of me wife.
1: I'm <laughs> <But> Jonathan Harker. <laughs> so it turns out, this this dashing bloke, his uh, his <laughs> wife. <laughs> <laughs> I guess with uh, Dracula like many years before <coughs> but whatever when Jack Palance first sees her he makes this face Is like
0: yeah but it's, it's that so Jack, huh it's that same Jack Palance face Rob probably oh. right
1: right we're gonna find but because Kirk. he has these like really long teeth like you can see you can tell he's got like Fake teeth in his mouth, like every time they show them, which is funny because they they have it's like he's got the teeth in even when they're not trying to show that he has fangs, and like his like he looks like he can't close his mouth.
0: They made him wear them all the time. It's, it's not just the dump <laughs> the two teeth. It's like a whole thing, a whole denture. <laughs>
1: Uh, but, yeah, uh, that movie ends, like, the same way that uh, Vampire's Kiss ends. I, and I, I, don't know, I don't know if the the 80s Dracula or that, that 90s one, I mean, uh, ends the same way, but Vampire's Kiss definitely does. I guess I won't spoil it for you. you I can't believe you haven't seen Vampire's Kiss.
0: No, I just have seen that still that everyone uses – the picture of the Hengol Knight. Oh,
1: yeah. That well, uses, uh,
0: the Facebook. I see it now.
1: It's like pretty much every... I,
0: I wish I could I, put I, it I on.
1: Every, every scene in that movie, I'd say, is pretty memorable. Uh, when he goes, God, I want to talk about all these scenes, but you haven't seen it. Like,
0: yeah, we can uh, talk about a different one.
1: will have to watch it. But Dracula with Jack Palance, you know, uh, I don't recommend it. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that good. because, Unless you like dashing blokes. because
0: It's like, I'm sorry. It looks like someone I know. But he can be he creepy. Might, I,
1: that might that might be word for word what he says.
0: I'm sorry. Uh, looks like this uh, girl I used to date. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm seeing some w- pic-
0: pictures of it. It's pretty funny.
1: When I was watching it, I overnight. kept trying to imagine other actors uh, like Jack Palance portraying Dracula. Um, Maybe like Charlton Heston. Yeah. Uh, I guess there's this movie called uh, Billy the Kid versus <laughs> Billy the Kid versus Dracula. Uh, From with, what?
0: This, a while ag- back, back in the day, or a recent movie?
1: Uh, pretty, pretty old. Yeah. Uh, with John Carradine, he plays Dracula.
0: Yeah, I remember the John Carradine. Uh, I've him. never,
1: I've never seen that. Well, I think John Carradine has played the character Dracula like three or four times.
0: And he just copied off Bela Lugosi because he do this. Is that? I think so.
1: You know what? I just realized. <coughs> ever since I I unplugged my phone so I could set it down. And never since I've unplugged my phone, I've just been holding on to it. Try.
0: You can get a stationary image. There you go. You get you and you get your door. But also, there's those cool uh, magnet suction cup things. You could suction cup it to something.
1: Uh, the I want to say at some point the <clears throat> when Donovan had the van, yeah. uh, I think he had, like, duct taped his phone to the windshield at one point.
0: <laughs> okay. Then, was it like, just hanging there or?
1: Uh yeah, I don't remember. I mean, it must have been just like a quick solution before he got like the thing one of those suction things. Uh But yeah, so you can some get point, the suction
0: thing or you can get the thing that sticks in the air vent, which seems kind of janky. <laughs> and then you can get like a <laughs> But those magnet things every time I like grab it, I like touch it and it flies off and it falls on the floor.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't have one.
0: You don't use the phone in the car, do you? Do you don't have a do you drive around? Uh
1: I don't drive around as much as I would like to.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean you can drive around all you want.
1: I uh, I reserve that right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what if someone calls you in? You're in the reserves. What does that mean? Like you can drive around with and uh, without the COVID attacking you. You can go drive to the park and look at the birds. Look at the what birds. Do you, eat.
1: What do you mean? What does it mean? I Don't know. <laughs> I can drive, yeah. I mean, you can
0: definitely. Do you ever just go for a drive?
1: Yeah. Uh, Chris had been working on my car for a while, and uh, I've kind of just, <clears throat> since I've gotten it back, there's been a few times where I've just gone out and cruised.
0: Yeah, you're just like, I don't even care where this road leads, man. I just got to hit the road. It's 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 all ugly for about 25 minutes though.
1: Well, in these cases it's just been I don't know, like uh like I set out with the plan to get food from somewhere, like carry out, and then I just kept driving. <coughs> Because there wasn't, like, anything I passed. Like, it didn't seem seem that good. I ended up driving, like, down High Street, like, all the way to 5th. And then 5th, all the way to, like, Olentangy.
0: Yeah, I do that a lot.
1: To Bethel.
0: I hit High Street and just go. And I just see, like, all this, uh, you know, what used to be cool.
1: Oh, uh, I, I I drove to, I took Olentangy to Henderson. And then I drove up Henderson, which I don't, I don't know why I do that. Cause that's the part of the road where it's like, it becomes like 50. Yeah. And, uh, like as soon as the light turns green, like if you're not already doing like, 50. You're not already like pushing 45 miles per hour. As soon as the light turns green, everybody's like already like going around you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm on their you know, side. I'm on I, their I, side. <laughs> I don't,
1: I don't, I'm not the floor-it kind of guy. I like to ease into uh, eventually going fast.
0: Well, what happens is, is the rules. Going slow's fine. You got to do it in the right lane. And, you know, you can't, if it's 50, it's 50.
1: Well, but I'm not trying to drive under 50. I'm trying to, you know,
0: accelerate drive
1: faster, but I'm not trying to, you know, fucking gun it, it, you know, from light to light. Because when you're on those roads, you know, the fucking lights turn red. You know, as soon as one turns green and you get through it, by the time you finally get up to like fifty or sixty
0: Yeah, you're already slowing down.
1: Five seconds you gotta fucking slow down again because the lights red.
0: Yeah, it's a weird road. It's like should they make it I think they should make it like sixty five. <laughs> that way
1: <laughs> I've just never under like I've never I've never understood why that one part of the road is fifty
0: because there's Cause it's no
1: the only part of the, It's just in between Kenning
0: and Reed. You know what? They probably didn't used to be those lights there. I bet they no, were just four-way know. stop signs. Reading Road, it's it's Reed. Reed. Then it goes down to thirty-five, and what happens is everyone slows down way too early, <laughs> from fifty to thirty-five, right right when they get past this the last light they start go slowing down to 35 you're like no we can go 50 for at least 7 more seconds
1: you know, I, it's, that 7 it's seconds
0: like, is important uh when i was
1: <clears throat> when i was 16 uh i learned how to drive my parents had a uh an 87 jeep wrangler and yeah. it was a stick in the uh the shifter was messed up and sometimes you'd shift and it would go into the wrong gear. Yeah. Um, And because the cap was messed up too, like I didn't, I I was pretty much winging it. Like any time I was shifting and one time, so whenever whenever the car would stall, it would get like, like it would bounce back and forth. Like, uh, it was it was frightening, and uh, before one we were time a, very,
0: a lot of torque. They go burr burr
1: Yeah, and one time uh, I was trying, I was on that part of Henderson, and I was trying to shift into. Um, so.
0: You're trying to find them, but you were grinding them. You a, You did.
1: Think part. I was trying to go from third gear into fourth
0: to go up to 50
1: with whatever wherever I was at I was trying to go up to 50 so yeah I'm maybe I was in fourth gear and I tried to shift to fifth but I shifted to third and the car just like took off with no it was just like started like jerking back and forth
0: oh yeah it was too high you're already going too fast for it to the third was way too high rpms and you're lucky yeah you you probably fucked it up
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean it was already fucked up and then like that's what they
0: all they all say damn kids
1: that's exactly that's probably what my parents said they're like no you you burned out the clutch and i was like it's, it had been fucked up for years like
0: well you just don't know how to My see. Fault.
1: And then I put money into fixing it and they fucking sold it.
0: When something's fucked up, you got to it's you have that ta- you got to have that talent to to make sure it doesn't get fucked up more. Like you got to know how to uh have a something that's already shitty. And like well, you I, know, had been,
1: I had been driving it for like 3 months. It's you know, kind of when you're driving a fucking shifter that's fucked up, <laughs> you know, you're trying to get the hang of how to work it.
0: You saw. You said the shifter ball, the the handle on the shifter was loose too, so it was just like it a, loose.
1: It was just. Uh, I not I mean, I, I guess I don't even remember for sure.
0: The guy probably thought you're trying to race him, like <laughs> downshift in the third. I'm dropping the hammer.
1: Like I saw it in, like in Days of that, Thunder.
0: I'll race your ass.
1: <laughs> I stalled out one time on um, Zollinger and um, whatever the fucking, I don't even know what road that is. Uh, maybe it is East Redding. Clift. No, it's like a main intersection in Upper Arlington. Fisher? Nottingham? No. No, it would have it would have run perpendicular. It would have intersected with Zollinger.
0: Oh, uh, that's a kioka
1: No, it's got a traffic light.
0: <laughs> that would be Redding, right? That's Redding.
1: Red, that's Redding Road. I saw it out on that road one time when the light turned green, and the car was like jumping back and forth in this fucking asshole box. <laughs> This is a
0: common problem we had.
1: <laughs> like laying on the horn and I finally just like I turned off the Jeep and got out of the car and like like I put my hands up like this. I was like, just fucking drive around. Fucking car <laughs> get the fuck out of here. And you know. I, finally, had a,
0: I had a stick shift freak out when I was a teenager. I was dating this girl and we were driving and I was like go on an I was on an incline and and uh, it was a stick shift I didn't know how to drive stick shifts and I got s- kind of stuck cuz I would just not let out the clutch right and I you know I would stall out stall out keep and there's a line of cars behind me it was in Reynoldsburg real busy yeah. time of day and then I was just scr- screaming at the car and like this girl that i would <laughs> known dating for like a few months and and I was 16 you know yeah. she was just probably thought it was an in- insane I was just like fucking motherfucker and I was just screaming like really screaming you know when you're like yeah. When you're the only, you're, you're supposed to do it alone. It's the kind of, it was, it's alone screaming, but I was doing it with her and it was like, yeah. Yeah. And like I eventually got it out of there.
1: When Mugatu just like loses a shit and he's screaming at everybody at the, uh, when they're supposed to be assassinating the prime minister of Malaysia and Zoolander. Oh <laughs> and he's, yeah. he's screaming and it's like really he's just like you can tell that like it's a nervous screaming. breakdown yeah uh my, one of my friends had uh, his girlfriend had, at the time had a bronco and uh that was that one was a stick i don't know if all of broncos are but i liked driving that they, car they and they cool they damn because well should be it wasn't it wasn't my parents car yeah, and uh, I, I was I was pretty rough with it. I think I uh, did some damage to that.
0: You see this Bronco, and you are like, "It's probably tough. I am going to be tough on it. We're going to be tough together."
1: I drove. Uh, I drove the thing one time. Chris's um,
0: Chris's thing.
1: Yeah, there was one time that the bug broke down or something at the speedway. Who did? Oh the Chris's Volkswagen, the uh Oh the bug. Yeah it that blue one. Or that like foam green. I think so has it. Maybe not, I don't know. But yeah, it like broke down and he, he and uh Cherry and I went over there and I guess I guess he was gonna like push it home with the with the thing and <laughs> have one of us steer it but when he when we got to the speedway it started so he was like oh yeah you guys just drive it home just drive the thing home i am gonna drive the the bug and cherry yeah, right. and i were like
0: 12 years old or something i care <laughs> like,
1: yeah like 12
0: you're like um, you're like probably just 16 or 17.
1: I think we were probably like 17 or 18. But uh Cherry was uh, he Cherry was like can you drive? Chris just drove away. <laughs> he didn't wait or anything and Cherry you was get, like you guys got this. I I was like do you want to drive it or do you want me to and Cherry was like I don't <clears throat> I don't remember if he said that he he had never driven stick. I know that those two accords he had were both I mean, I think the cars he had had at that point had yeah. been automatic.
0: It's a different so, world, though. The stick well, shift.
1: I mean, it's a different. Mm-hmm. It was a different world than the Jeep that I drove. Like, the I Jeep,
0: remember, the Jeep would have been more would be more similar.
1: But we started driving it on that road um, next to the speedway, and.
0: Uh, Avalon <laughs> or. Uh, uh, what's it, Ashland?
1: I think so, but uh, ne- neither the seats were bolted down. They were no, like, no.
0: The seats were bolted down. You probably didn't know that.
1: Cherry, <laughs> cherry, and I could barely see over the fucking.
0: Um, they were Yeah, mo- Ash- bo- <clears throat> <clears throat> they're really I, low.
1: I was driving, and uh, I I told Cherry. I was. I looked at him. I was like, dude, I'm not. I'm not even gonna try to fucking get this out of first gear like there's there's yeah. no way like I did not feel like I was in control no. of that that motor vehicle <laughs> that was operating it.
0: one one time when me and Chris we played a bloody incisor show or sal- or it could have been salvage or or um advocado for it uh or some show we both played at Carabar. And he drove up there and he got too drunk. He couldn't drive. And I had to drive the, that is the yellow bus home. And it was, it had, and it just, and he, he was telling me, you can't drive this thing, man. I can only drive it. We gotta <laughs> just, we gotta just get some, you can't do it. And I, I convinced him I could do it. But then when I started doing it, I, we got on the freeway for some reason. And he's like, we shouldn't have done that. man. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I'm telling you, this van, the steering... One
1: of us is in big trouble, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this There was no steering. And there was... It, the brakes didn't work barely at all. And then, like, the gas barely worked. So it didn't stop. It didn't go. And you <laughs> couldn't steer it. And we were I'll going 35 on the freeway. 35. And the, there was a... It was right off of Carabar when you get off of... And we were, go- <laughs> uh, we used to, you turn left. You are, what do you do? You go, you go down well, the uh, way Parsons. To be, Parsons the way to, to yeah.
1: Which, well, which direction? We went to turn 71 left
0: South, left. 71 South from Carabar, turning on to 70 East. I took the stupidest way. Cause it was like, it wouldn't go more than 35 on the freeway. 70 East. And it was two 30 in the morning. Yeah, from just a jog, real quick to get to three fifteen. So it was, it was such a the cops should have gotten us for me, and I wouldn't have had an excuse because I was like, you know, he was a hundred percent too drunk to drive, and I was like sixty five percent too drunk <laughs> to drive. Oh, who knows, man.
1: I yeah, but when. Uh, we- I think the thing is the only car of Chris's I've ever driven, Uh, uh, you know, I'll take his word for it that nobody else can drive them. I believe him.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I I I mean, it's like,
1: like, like, um, you know, listening to somebody like um, Joel talk about sitting down and trying to play Chris's drum kit or anybody trying to play Chris's drum kit where they you know sit down there are immediately like whoa, this is you know it's different not normal thing
0: yeah it's not like a if if someone were to play Joel's drum set it's more con- conventional a drummer could jump on there and just go to town pretty easily Chris's is like playing uh it's just like a a big old truck just compared to like a small car
1: uh yeah i joel's got some i mean i don't really know anything about drum setups but i know joel has a few things that are not i guess traditional i guess is the word but
0: he's got a tom uh, over there
1: uh well does, doesn't he use two floor toms
0: yeah he's got the other floor tom And the rest is kind of normal.
1: I think he's got some, uh, I think there's something with his kick, like his kick pedal is not normal. Unless he got a new one. At some point when he and Donovan and I were on tour, I think he, I think it broke or something like his, his double kick pedal broke.
0: Yeah.
1: And he he had, it, he rigged it, together somehow for the rest of the tour and i thought that he had gotten a new one but i think he has maybe still been playing the same like broken one that he maybe put together with like Is duct it tape. One... you know that's joel's answer to everything you know just duct tape it
0: it's your answer for everything dude <laughs> uh well, but yeah no. i
1: remember when when people would ask us if they could use chris's drum set for avocado, avocado shows
0: yeah and you're and like chris, go, go for it good luck man
1: chris would always say yes <laughs> and so then people would shout these touring bands would come up and they'd be like oh yeah we we left our kit in the car because uh so-and-so said you could use the that guy's drums and yeah. they'd walk the chris's drums and they'd be like what
0: the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude, go for it. It's Hop like, in. It's like, can I it's like I forgot my uh blender at home and it's like I just got a look this electric drill with the fucking hairbrush attached to it. This will fucking do what you want it to do. It's um Yeah, and Chris would get upset when he played, cause he he screws his drums down onto the gr- into the stage. Uh-huh. So every time he would have to use someone else's kit, he would just play these drums and they just move across the stage at like five miles an hour. You know, it's yeah. like just it, it. You could watch the drum set fly away from him, and he had to pull it back It'd be in between part in between the chorus in verse and chorus. He'd be pulling these drums back.
1: Yeah. You know- I had gotten so used to seeing him do that, whether it was a show we were playing, or if it was a salvage show, yeah. that I I assumed all drummers did that.
0: Yeah, not all drummers, but he, he he never asks them if he can drill a hole in their stage. He's just like <laughs> no, he doesn't. He just,
1: and I've always wanted that because he never like talked about it to anybody. Yeah. And then I realized nobody else does that.
0: No, they have like, <laughs> they buy these things. And he's done all kinds of different things to try to stop him from moving around. But, yeah, whenever, I guess his worst nightmare would be to have to play on a cement floor somewhere. Because then he just would have to.
1: He can get those uh, screws that go into cement.
0: He could kind of hammer drill, go and fucking a large cement screw. And then at the end, he just kind of has to plasma torch it off of there. Like if you, I think that at the basement, they have a cement thing.
1: Really? Like
0: I think cement? their stage is, is cement with carpet on top of it. Really, yeah, that place is like a basement you know basement
1: or A&R bar
0: the- uh, the and r bar, but the basement of the a and r bar was the basement remember
1: I haven't been inside i uh, it's i don't think I've been inside the
0: basement I don't know if it's called in the basement, basement anymore the in the downstairs part that's not a venue anymore no, well, nothing's a venue but
1: <laughs> hey hey. Easy. Uh, I think that's still a, a venue.
0: It is, I don't think it's called The Basement. Is it still? A&R Bar is a really great name for a, a place. It's, it's catchy. Probably,
1: it's probably like...
0: It's got a lot of charm. Personal charm for you want, like, in a town to have a cool club called something really cool, interesting, and like the A&R Bar.
1: Yeah, it's probably like...
0: It's like the boardroom bar or something, you know, the unit shifter bar.
1: Cruising scooters underground or
0: something. Scooters cruising <laughs> underground. Well, that would, <laughs> people would think it was a.
1: I mean, if, if, if people saw that, <laughs> like this place is probably pretty cool.
0: <laughs> well, that would be <laughs> the underground. I would call it heaven and hell. And. Having upstairs and hell down, I'm sure a lot of people have done that already.
1: So it would be one bar?
0: Yeah. They should have called the upstairs the garage because it's a big garage. And the one with the other one would be a basement because that's where everyone hangs out when they're teenagers is in a garage or a basement. You know what I mean? The smoke pot or, or, or bands play in garages and basements. They should have just called it the garage.
1: Generally basements and uh, garages foundations are cement too.
0: Both cement. You're right. Bummer. You can that's, even... why they're,
1: that's, that's why they're not operating anymore. Yeah. I think the last time I was in the basement was using the bathroom. Yeah. Like being at a show in a Bar.
0: And I saw snake in that bathroom when I when I, we at Voivod. Oh. And like I was kind of like I don't know should I talk to him when he's holding his penis, I just didn't know. So I went, I I can't remember if I said anything to him or not. Because just when it, you know it's like hey the you're in a spam that I know about.
1: I saw Corey Feldman there. Yeah. And I went down to use the bathroom. Because I <clears throat> I think he was doing like his, he was doing his uh, like autograph table downstairs. And it was like s- something stupid, like $75. <laughs> I Maybe mean, it, a it was like 75 or 80 fucking dollars to like meet him. The after you already paid to sh- Yeah, paid to see him. Um, which I wasn't gonna pay. I mean, I wasn't. I had already like started an argument with one of his, uh, one of Corey Feldman's angels at the uh, merch table. You did? I, yeah. Well, I mean,
0: that's right. They're his angels.
1: They had um, he had this new like single or something, and Snoop. I think Snoop Dogg was on it. And I was like, Oh yeah, you know, I want, I want to get that seven inch. And I went to get it and the lady working at the table was like, yeah, they're $40. And I was like, for what? Like, does it come with like a shirt or something? Or like, are they autographed? She was like, Oh no, they're, they're really limited. Like it's really limited number pressed. Have, and have I was an like, autograph. well, how many? And she was like, no, they weren't, and I, I was like, "Is like some of the money going towards like a charity or something?" Because I mean, forty dollars for a seven inch is a lot of money. Yeah. No matter who you are, it's true. And, uh,
0: I'd say for fifteen. So,
1: so be- I was, right. I was like, "Is it is part of it going towards charity or something?" And she was like, "She was like, oh, we use all the money to uh, press more copies of it."
0: Yeah, that's how.
1: And I just looked at her. I was like, so you're charging $40 for a limited record to press more copies of it, <laughs> making it less rare. Like,
0: Well, if you, you would just buy that, it, it wouldn't be limited.
1: And I was, you know, getting kind of, you know.
0: It makes sense in a business. Like,
1: how, how dare you? And uh, she kind of just, you know, walked away from me. And that was the end of, you know. That, uh, then you got
0: her phone number.
1: No, I mean I was I I wasn't so I wasn't willing to pay that. I certainly wasn't going to pay eighty dollars to do a meet and greet. But I figured I'd go down there and see if like I just wanted to like shout shout at them. like it was a but I I didn't see him.
0: They would probably. No, they would know about the irony behind some of the people who would want to meet him, I think, and be a little wary of that. They, he, they, 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 he knows, and they, these people know that there would be someone coming down there just to be an asshole and, like, stick a dildo uh, in his face and be, take a picture or something like that. They have to be aware of that possibility. Well, no,
1: the thing, you know, I was, I was annoyed by those things, and then I think I had read later that there was some kind of like, there was some kind of issue with that date versus some of the other ones where some of the other shows had the meet and greet included and it was only like $10 additional to the ticket price.
0: Yeah, that would have So I don't, I don't,
1: I don't know. That was three or four years ago. I guess I don't really remember what the deal
0: was. Did you get to try to meet Eddie Money when didn't you see him at the casino?
1: <clears throat> it was, um, and there were so many people there. I didn't try to meet him. didn't try? Uh, to- it was, it was packed though.
0: So many groupies.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not even sarcastic. Uh, there, I mean, we couldn't, I, I think I stood back with, uh, like Joel and Leslie, and Leslie was pretty pregnant at the time, so I don't think
0: she didn't want to have her baby. I don't think by... I, don't,
1: I don't think any, but I don't think any of us were trying to get like up into the crowd with like all these people like freaking oh, yeah. out over any money anyway. But um,
0: was there a lot of woo we, girls? Yeah. Huh? Was were there a lot of woo girls there? Like woo. A Lot of girls going woo.
1: Well, you're at the casino, so there's a lot of woo girls anyway.
0: Kinda of like a journey concert would be where it's this like renewed uh novelty thing and it's like party woo girls and they're but they're they're like nineteen pretending like they know who Eddie Money is.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean I guess you could say I'm a woo guy. I mean, I like to yell
0: <laughs> You probably didn't woo.
1: I like to yell woo. Uh that was a fun show. Yeah, it was uh, – I know Joel and Leslie were there and, like, Charlie and Debbie and maybe Joe and Laura. Uh, I think I had to well, work or something. I think Nicole and, like, Bo and Adrian were there. And then uh, do you remember Kevin McVeigh? Yeah, yeah. He and his wife were there. Maybe Alex and Emily were there. I think there were a lot of people there. And then we went to uh, Chris's house afterwards.
0: I had to work. And then my boss, like an idiot. When I got there, he's like, we really didn't need you. And so I called Alex basically when he's like already there. Like, Hey, I can go now. Cause yeah, I think Alex had a ticket. And then no, so my, my boss I ruined it for me.
1: Of, um, Slayer ministry.
0: That was Slayer. Yeah. And I was Eddie mad. any about-
1: money was free.
0: Yeah, I probably just flaked out on any money or something.
1: Well, it was early, too. I think that – I had taken Uber because I went there to go to the buffet. I got got to the casino early, and I ate at the buffet for, like, two hours.
0: That's cool. I miss buffets.
1: I I was so full. I was so full I was convinced that I was going to throw up either at the blackjack table or – in the crowd yeah. of these people at Eddie Money. And i was just, like, looking around, trying to put down, like, as much beer as I could, but I was so full.
0: Yeah, that feeling yeah. of, like, I wanted to get drunk, but I can't put it in there. Frustrating. Like,
1: and Like, I remember – I kind of remember, like, looking around and being, like, uh, I hope, like, none of these people stand too close to me. Like, I don't want to throw up on, you know, like, Leslie or – yeah. You know, maybe throw up all over Bo or, you know, throw up all over Eddie Money. Uh, <laughs> but well, I did. I, I won a bunch of money at the poker, at the blackjack table.
0: See, I would think you would get drunk, like, um, in, in leaving Las Vegas and, like, get a, and just freak out out of the middle of nowhere and just, like, turn the table over. Like, oh, I'll take a Bloody Mary, like Nicolas Cage, and then go, <laughs> motherfucker.
1: Well I think Do I, I don't think I don't think I had that kind of energy cuz I was so I had eaten so uh, I had eaten so much dessert. I was on a uh, like a sugar crash. Yeah. And yeah. I was trying to, you know, drink beers.
0: Yeah, you blew it. And and face I it get, face yeah. it you're getting older. You know, you can't yeah. you can't be just doing that. Can't just be Partying at the buffet and then partying at the buffet for hours waiting for an Eddie
1: money <laughs> performance, you know, gambling, drinking bud out Why, of bottle. Why'd
0: you eat so much? Were you nervous about hoping that the performance would be really well, good and any money would?
1: No, I think I, I, I'm pretty sure I also thought it would be funny if I was like full to the point where somebody like accidentally like, Elbowed me like right here and I just like projectile vomit yeah. uh performance.
0: You should have done a beaver boys type thing with some white wine and uh, shrimp and white wine.
1: Well I don't I don't think they had any seafood.
0: Seafood would have been a good choice for for throwing up, probably, I would think.
1: Well I'm sure I could have eaten a lot of salad dressing or something.
0: Is <laughs> it <a> really acidic?
1: <laughs> Just like a huge bowl of like ranch dressing. Or I could have you know, asked the chef like, hey, do you guys have any like mason jars of uh, refrigerated bacon grease that, uh, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've heard that's a good <laughs> way to, well, that'll make every hole leak the oil like a, like a broken robot. <laughs> you would just and uh, your gaskets would be leaking this bacon grease out no one, your mom didn't use that did she? It just went in there in the, in the fridge and maybe she used she kept putting, my, my mom would just keep putting the same spoon on the top of a whole bunch of bacon grease putting some in, taking some out and then 75% of it just sat there for 20 years in the same container. Yeah, I don't remember ever seeing her. House to house. Moving house to house with the same bacon grease container.
1: Well, what would you. I mean, would, were they using it instead of using like.
0: Like olive oil. You would use to season something. Yeah. Like if. uh
1: I guess that makes sense, but. It, it doesn't. I mean, it
0: doesn't seem healthy. It doesn't seem, and your mom's like Ma, Emeril Lagasse. She's not like making these amazing infused dishes every night. <laughs> and I don't mean just your mom. I mean, like most moms.
1: Say, if, my, if my mom could have heard you say that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> most moms got better shit to do. Maybe they're like have a job or more. Then to like tonight I'm going to be do, doing a fennel infused salmon. I hope the kids love it. They hate me.
1: Yeah. I don't have time I don't have time to make any big meal. Here's a scoop of bacon grease. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like I don't have time to get out the bacon grease and put it in and put and in, infuse it into these mushrooms.
1: You don't have any ice cream but this bacon grease is cold.
0: It looks like it. And that's what they, they, in the commercials, but they use like Crisco for the, for the pictures. It's like a picture on the side of the box is some other thing. And they use lard and Crisco that has that same consistency. Do you know that? Yeah. Is
1: that, is that what it is?
0: Yeah. So if you see a picture of ice cream, it's not that it's something else. Um, And like I think they out, I think they outlawed it, too. But I think you'll see it. I think the the wor- rules are you'll see it on the side of a container for like the stuff you put on the ice cream, like the chocolate syrup will have it. As long as the product you're selling isn't the item that's fake, then it's not false advertising.
1: Are we still talking about like lard? Lard
0: based uh, <laughs> subject. <laughs> because the bacon grease is. Uh, yeah, you would like it some Swiss char or some wow. kale and, inf- and and Swiss and char. And you would toss, you would wilt it in a pan of bacon grease and top it maybe with some. Uh, bacon? <laughs> some bacon bits <laughs> alongside of your uh, braised salmon. So, side of your uh, walnut encrusted uh, tilapia. And, and that's just a normal Tuesday night.
2: But yeah, mom, that's
0: just. Mom, mom doesn't have time for this shit. She's got shit to do in the day and the night, and she doesn't. She holds resentment to the the family. She does. She's not gonna make you a gourmet meal. It's kind of like shells and cheese. And. <laughs>
1: We've been rewatching. We've been trying to finish rewatching Roseanne. We're almost there. We're almost to the end, but it is so difficult. Roseanne, to watch that show.
0: It's not good.
1: You know, it's amazing to me that it has taken so. It, it took Roseanne making a comment, like a racist, a, a racist remark about someone, for people to have an issue with her that show is so her character is so awful
0: she's an asshole
1: like her and jackie (laughs) they're just like better than fucking everyone regardless of who it is whether they're bad-mouthing the shit out of becky's husband yeah like i mean it's just like everybody every every guy
0: You're right. Every guy that Jackie dates is a piece of shit.
1: Fucking Michael O'Keefe. It doesn't Nune. matter who he it sh- is. You remember that she, he gets uh, her, he and Jackie go out and they have like a one night stand and she gets pregnant. You're talking and she wants Michael O'Keefe.
0: Is he from Cadishac? Danny Noon. Okay, okay. Yeah, I I'm, <laughs> I'm uh,
1: But yeah, he's like the fucking nicest sweetest guy and she she's like i don't want anything to do with you fred you stay out of my life yeah and he's just like basically trying to like be part of the picture so he can help her and raise the child and she's like what's your angle
0: and, it, yeah. and then roseanne doesn't give him any quarter and it's like, they just
1: make him out to be the worst fucking guy ever.
0: Because he wears a leather jacket and he like I went out with the guys for beers till nine thirty. I'm sorry, and it's like a big deal.
1: Is that, I, don't, I don't know. Is how it's going to
0: be in the marriage.
1: Um, but like also any other character like that is somewhat likable. At some point in the show, like by the end, like halfway through, or like by the end of the show, they're, like, totally unlike. Yeah. Like, I, I thought, um, like, I liked Darlene's character. Yeah. When she was little, but as she got older, she's just, like, this nasty character. She's and really And then the mean- other thing, like, that really bothers me is that, like, you had to get, they had to get, like, three quarters of the way through the fucking show to acknowledge that, like, Nobody ever paid any attention to DJ, to DJ. And Dan was finally like, oh, I don't really have much of a relationship with my son. Yeah. Like, who the fuck are you people?
0: Well, <laughs> they're terrible people. They, well, you remember Roseanne also treated Jackie like shit too. Jackie always. is never had her shit. is never good enough. She always picked the worst men. So she treated she Jackie like shit. Jackie treated her boyfriends like a. It was a whole spiral effect. I don't know if that was meant to ha- be in the. She
1: she always got baked like, into the like show. She's always got to get involved in everybody. She's always got to get up in everybody's business. Yeah,
0: because she's so perfect. Right. No, nothing to change there. Dan was uh, the Dan was the hero. Everyone went.
1: Why? Because he left.
0: Dan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> i i haven't finished the show yet i just remember like these the last season seems like every episode has been some kind of like fantasy episode
0: yeah yeah. yeah. where they're
1: playing like i, I don't roseanne I don't know is like that. fucking ginger on uh gilligan's island or like she's like xena princess warrior
0: seems like Her, a contract fulfillment season yeah
1: I, it's really weird uh It was supposed to be... The only character that, like, uh, I I like... The the one thing about the show that I like is uh, the guest appearances. Up until they started doing that, where it was like, you know, like you said, the contractual thing, like, where they're doing these, like, reenactments of other shows, and they started showing all these people, and it's just, like, overkill. But... Uh, there's these ones with uh, Ahmet Zappa, which are kind of funny. <laughs> like there's this one, like uh, Dan goes to like track down Mark because Mark is like finally he's like so fed up with Becky and so fed up with Roseanne that he's just like I can't do anything right. Like I'm done,
0: out of here. Mark was uh, what
1: uh... Becky's husband.
0: Yeah, which they didn't like him either because he had a leather jacket. Like, if you have a leather yeah. jacket, you're no good in the, their household except their bike. He's a biker, and they're trash people.
1: Well, he worked with uh, he and he worked with Dan in the oh, okay uh, the garage. But yeah, they didn't like him.
0: Then he started um, fucking his daughter. Yeah.
1: Well, he'd always been fucking his daughter.
0: I was always fucking your daughter.
1: I was always fucking your daughter. I don't see why it's any problem i live here now
0: dan Um, would always get upset and go and fix a go-kart in the garage or something and then someone had to come out and talk to him it's like (laughs) apologize and they eat a popsicle or something
1: yeah well yeah there's there's one episode with ahmed zappa like he his apartment is where mark goes to like stay for a few days and Dan goes over there and he's drinking beer with Ahmed Zappa watching basketball but there's like a big Frank Zappa poster on the wall and it's 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 just funny cuz like there's the poster yeah and then there's Ahmed Zappa sitting on a the couch brother. drinking beer
0: huh there's his brother sitting
1: yeah well that's his dad
0: oh it's the it's not Dweezel Zappa it was no, a, it's a post. It's a poster of Frank Zappa. Of Frank Zappa, and then Ahmet was there just to kind of tie it together as a cute little.
1: It was. Uh, I think it was like a, it was like the episode was dedicated to Frank Zappa because he
0: he had died, uh,
1: passed away like a month earlier. But um, also, uh, the neighbor who moves in in one of the seasons with his two daughters. Could have been a great recurring character had they written it a little bit better. Wingshauser. Who was it? Wingshauser.
0: I forget who Wingshauser is. Wings Hauser
1: is the man. i know him when uh, he Wingshauser. Uh, I don't know why I can't think of what to say about Wingshauser. What uh,
0: movie was he in or what show is he in?
1: Uh, he's, a, well, he was, and I, I think he was like a, I think he may have been on that show, The Young and the Restless, but he's in a bunch of um, just like insane, like over the top action movies, like cop movies from the eighties and the nineties, like cult movies.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He looks, it uh, kind of looks like, like those twins from, uh, from Oz, those two actors. The the mayhem guy,
1: but he Is was that- in uh, he was in a movie called Vice Squad, and uh, <laughs> he's in a movie called The Carpenter. It's pretty sweet.
0: Was uh, he maniac uh, cop?
1: No, that's Robert Zadar. But oh. Robert Zadar and Wings Hauser in a movie together called um, <laughs> The Killer's Edge, and that's that's the movie that I reviewed on my uh, the first episode of the podcast.
0: Was the- I Was that in the beginning? of I, I heard like the second half of that podcast. I heard you talking about, you're like thanking all the people. They're like, what were you saying? He's like, you should go out and buy some of these records I'm playing, oh. as a matter of fact. And no, then I did Then you played Jimi Hendrix. And I was like, yeah, people should really get to know about Jimi Hendrix, man, get some exposure. Go out and buy some Jimi <laughs> Hendrix records, man.
1: Well, if they don't, then they should
0: (laughs) get (laughs) out there and move some of these units. (laughs) Else, and I was like, he can't afford to play. How do you get away with playing uh manic depressive depression? What do you mean? Like, you you don't have to ask anyone's permission.
2: (laughs) I don't know, (laughs) I I,
1: I haven't. I actually just, I just got approved uh, to have by the show you. on uh, yeah I got it approved to be on there by me I, uh, it was very convenient I signed off on it and uh, that was that
0: I thought about it I had a meeting and
1: uh, I we went, got, went forward with just, it I just got approval for it to be on uh, iTunes or Apple Music or whatever I so just- they must not care
0: we maybe have, they think
1: maybe they think I have all the rights i don't know
0: so Cole Hauser is his son, and that's the guy yeah. that was in he's been in a bunch of movies that's who
1: he's been dazed and confused he was been yeah that's
0: right yeah, he's in higher learning, one of those movies that stays in the nineties <laughs> It just stays there like clueless
1: there's this awesome movie called Nightmare at noon with uh Wings Hauser, I recommend it. The Carpenter is—I think the—the the Carpenter and the Killer's Edge are my favorite ones. There is a like a Twitter rumor that he died the other day, so like people are talking about their favorite Wings Hauser movies right now.
0: <laughs> That's how his you jumpstart a career.
1: Well, his wife had to confirm that he was still alive.
0: Why didn't he do it? He's like, I'm not talking. Fuck these assholes. They can, they can think <laughs> I'm dead. I, I do don't, I care?
1: I don't think I don't think he has a social media page.
0: I can't think of anything he did. Was he on Saint Elsewhere? I don't know. I'm seeing all these pictures of him, and I don't know him.
1: Well, look at his IMDb page. You might recognize the movies, but I don't. I
0: Let don't me know. go through. Cause I'm not that great. I've seen some movies, but not. I don't go back in the '70s, '60s type of like the. Well, this is this is like in the the, the Tarantino eight. the Tarantino section.
1: I found this folk record called "Visions of Sunshine" though, uh, from like '69 or '70, and he uh, does all the lead, he does the lead vocals, and he does like. The majority of the uh, instrumentation on it.
0: Wings Hauser, uh, yeah. He's a double threat. Uh, uh,
1: he had like a record released under his, his under some other name, like Wings, something with an L. But this record he's credited is Gerald Hauser, which is his. I think his. I think Gerald is short for Geraldine. But that that's his name. And yeah. uh, this record is really, it's actually pretty great folk record. But I don't think that, uh, you know, too many Wingshauser fanatics know about it yet.
0: So he went the way of a Chris Christofferson or like a. Um, who. What other musicians started in, from in the '60s went to movies and TV? Because there was like newer ones where they do that shit. Well, like Chris Christopherson um, did it, and then like uh, George
1: Siegel.
0: George Siegel did. Oh, uh, you know, um, I, Art, Art, Gar- Art Garfunkel, uh, was, uh, in Catch Twenty Two and a few other movies. I
1: actually.
0: <laughs> What are you looking up there? Well
1: I had like a George Siegel record that I got for like I don't know, free. Yeah somewhere and uh i just picked it I, I noticed it i was like oh this is interesting like i think i had just seen where's papa at the time that like carl reiner movie and well george Siegel was <laughs> in it. and
0: uh i don't know where's papa
1: where's papa is pretty great uh, that's that's an awesome movie it's got him and uh ruth gordon and uh, Paul Sorvino has a small part in
0: it. Uh, he, he was a heartthrob back in the day. Paul George was,
1: Siegel or? No, Paul,
0: uh, Paul Sorvino was like a heartthrob kind of guy. Like a uh, Brad, he was like a Brad Pitt. Huh. Yeah.
1: Well, the George Siegel record is not very good. Uh, I may have actually thrown it in the trash.
0: You know, there's a Ted Knight record. I did not know. <laughs> and he sings he sings standards like uh they're all pre written, you know, he just sings some hits and I could uh find it maybe.
1: Like Yankee Doodle Dandy
0: No, it's he's like a cro- <laughs> it's like a crooner kinda <laughs> if he sang like a Pat Boone kind of thing. Let's see here.
1: I'm I'm still trying to think of other people who were you know,
0: actors or musicians turned actors. Yeah, like it goes Sinatra. That's right, Frank Sinatra was one of them. He was the big one. Where's his? Uh, damn it! Why don't?
1: Where's yeah? Where's he now?
0: <laughs> yeah, where's he now? Is so this some yeah. dead guy? Some dead guy we hear horrible stories about. That's what happens. You die and then. 20 years after you die, everyone starts telling all the bad stories about you because it's been a while.
1: Well, I think that may have – they may may not have waited to start telling bad stories about uh, uh, Frank Sinatra. I I don't think they waited until he
0: died. (laughs) So Ted Knight did an album called Hey, Hi, Guys – Hey, hi, guys. It's just called hi, guys. Uh, <laughs> I thought you meant like, hey, comma,
1: hi, comma, guys. Like what's going on here? It would have been cool if he sang the Caddyshack soundtrack.
0: Well, this like, is from... He's saying like it,
1: this if, is, if, if Ted Knight sang all the vocals instead of Kenny Loggins.
0: So he's doing, <laughs> yeah. He's just kind of like it's a comedy album, pretty much. But I'll get I'll get a better way to do uh, audio. But yeah, he does Blueberry Hill. Oh, okay. But if you heard him, he was kind of like, who put the bomb in the Bombay, Bombay? Hey, there was the bomb Bombay. Yeah, Just I definitely bombay.
1: recognized uh, his voice, like when he does that voice a few times, like kind of schmoozing with people in Caddyshack.
0: He does that song, the cover of the Rolling Stone on here. <laughs> the cover of the Rolling Stone. Ted Knight
1: singing about... One day being on the cover of Rolling Stone.
0: That's pretty One day I'm going to be the, one of the songs. <laughs> Do, you think, <laughs> Do you think
1: Ted Knight knew about, like, had read Rolling Stone magazine when he, when he sang that song? Like, it, it does not seem like a publication that Ted Knight would have a subscription to.
0: He might I, – I bet you Ted Knight was uh, a cool dude. I think he What has, show was he on?
1: What TV show was he on?
0: Mary Tyler Moore.
1: Mary Tyler Moore,
0: yeah. And I remember um, – uh, Wow, what's his name? The guy who played Ed in Mary Tyler Moore. How come – Ed – Ed Asner. And uh, Asner was saying, and Asner's really funny, and he was saying he's like it's like man, you should have seen Ted's Ted's butt just look look so good. It was round, he would just bop around like a chicken. It's like he had a great <laughs> ass. He was just a funny guy. And Asner was like, he had a great ass, that Ted Knight. <laughs> the and uh he did his uh, It'sy Bitsy Teeny Weeny, Yellow Polka Dot Bikini. That's probably
1: You know, I don't I don't like that song.
0: <laughs> you don't like the original? <laughs> you think this takes away from the original a little bit? I can't,
1: I can't speak for Ted Knight's yeah. uh rendition, but <laughs> I don't care. For uh
0: It's no uh I know I don't know if you do you hate it as much as your mama don't dance and your daddy don't Mom. rock and roll? <laughs>
1: No, no. I, I, I really hate that song. You know That's what you... And, uh, Still the One. Still the One. <laughs> Man, it's terrible. There's a, uh, I would be working at Fortin, mm-hmm. at, like up in the front in the factory, and they would have some like XM station on, and occasionally they would play this just like cheese dick kind of music and they would it would play fucking still the one and they would play oh, that, yeah. your mama don't dance and your daddy don't rock and roll so, and I'd be, five, getting, yeah. I'd be getting so like angry about it and uh, you know it you, when you're welding you know the things that you're working with tend to get really hot so it's not like you can just pick something up and like throw it
0: yeah, out and of like and
1: it's dangerous and, and heavy. and Burn your fucking hand. Yeah. Uh, so there were a few times, like, I had to get up and just, like, go outside for, like, five or six minutes just to be sure that best song would be. I <laughs> fucking hate that song so much. But at some point, I, like, looked. I couldn't remember who sang Still the One. And uh, so I looked it up. And <clears> there <throat> was some... Live performance of it <laughs> totally and like it immediately reminded me of in uh, Spinal Tap when they go to play that outdoor festival and they're billed second to uh, like the Muppets or something, and there's Puppet nobody, Trail, yeah. but there's nobody in the audience for, yeah. for Spinal Tap, <laughs> and uh, that's like how it was for Orleans, like they're mm-hmm. playing some like county fair. And it was, like, very, like a very sparse crowd. But there'd be, like, a few women, like, up in the, like, like up front, like, clapping, like, pointing and, like, singing. And, like, watching the two guitar players, like, play together and, like, get real close to each other and, like, play that, like, fucking blues. Shania, Shania
0: Twain, no, you're talking about still the one. We're still yeah, it's not,
1: it's not. It's
0: not a woman. It's not a woman. So he's it's, like,
1: the, he's saying, the guy. I don't know what they looked like when they were younger, but the but guy. <laughs> the guy that sings that song, the one guitar player, the one one of the guitar players is real tall, like he's real tall and skinny. He's like fucking Republican senator right now, and it's some fucking eastern state. And the other guitarist is the shorter guy that looks like uh, fucking Larry Joe Campbell. Uh, I don't know. If the, the, no, I don't know Larry <laughs> Joe Campbell. Is. Larry Joe that? Campbell is on that show, um, according to Jim, with Jim Belushi, that really dumb show. I could. You have to look that. up Larry Joe Campbell, but that's what the guy looks like, and he's you know. They're ripping these solos together, these dual solos. I I hate it. It drives me insane. Now, your mama don't dance and your daddy don't rock and roll. That's a whole other story. Uh,
0: This guy kind of looks like who drew Carey. Right? Yeah. But but it's the round head. When you get older, your head widens and, like, it's really bad. But still the one, we're still having fun. And you're still the one, right? And so he says, we're still having fun, looking at the crowd like, we're still having fun,
1: right? It's like, like, one, like an accident, like something you can't ignore. Uh, like, I hate that song so much, and it drives me crazy. Yeah. But I, I, like, read the lyrics, and I read an interview with one of the fucking people, It was like, oh, yeah, uh, we wrote it. It was uh, me and me, me and me lady. We were doing our laundry one day. I I don't know why I keep doing that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I keep doing that accent. I think they're from, like, California. (laughs) (laughs) But the guy, I don't think any of them actually wrote it.
0: You think all rock stars are from England?
1: The guy's wife wrote it while they were doing laundry with each other.
0: And we were still having fun.
1: I I remember reading it and just rolling my eyes and being like, you know what? I fucking hate you guys even more. And I hate your fucking wife. And I hope (laughs) you accidentally got a color in there with the whites and now your clothes are all fucking pink. You fucking stupid.
0: Yeah. That's right.
1: What, What song do you... Is there a song that you hate?
0: Um. Uh, well, nothing that I can think of that's like that. But I know that you can put those two songs together: "Mama Don't Dance" and "Your Daddy Don't Rock and Roll" and "Smoking in the Boys' Room." They were both done in the '80s by them, hair uh, metal bands, and you can just put them together it's like a uh, uh, "Mama Don't Dance" and "Smoking Ain't Allowed in School." <laughs> and I always thought we should put them together. And kind of trade off verse lines and tra- and then combine the chorus. You've always thought that? that We should do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. We've got to start that band we've always been talking about, that one band, you know, with everybody in it. Yeah. it's, all, it's always, There's always that cool band you want to start.
1: You know, the thing is, I hate those two songs, but I don't think – I think Your Mama Don't Dance is Loggins and Messina.
0: Do you think Smoking in Boys' Room is better?
1: Who does that song? I know
0: poison? what that song Poison? Poison's I one of I think them, right? anything
1: by poison is better than anything.
0: But- <laughs> yeah. Even um, Unskinny Bop?
1: I don't know what that is.
0: It's Unskinny uh, Bop just blows me away, yeah. Uh, skinny, pop up, up, up. That's their. St- that's a terrible song. And then there's the one s- ballad song that Poison does. <laughs> well, give me something to believe in. Jesus Christ. Remember that one? Ugh. There's a Lord above, and of course you know the campfire song. Every yeah. rose has a thorn. Uh. But I'm trying what
1: to think a, of like one artist that like there is nothing
0: no redeemable call
1: redeeming in any way and i'm not sure i can think of one do you have one i for some reason i always remember that cory uh hates boss Skags.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know enough about boss and i remember when
1: he told me that i was like I, I think I knew. I think I I knew that I knew one Boss Skaggs song.
0: <clears throat> I got one, but it's not. It's a. It's more modern, like the Uncle Cracker guy. Remember the Uncle Cracker song? Don't know how you met me, and I don't know why. This is like around the two thousand. Yeah,
1: that one—that one's pretty bad.
0: But he has no redeemable qualities. Um, but if you're talking I about can, like,
1: I can say three doors down. As <laughs> there's
0: no, um, Eve six bothered me. Frog in a blend, or heart in a blender?
1: It's yeah, a, I remember even as a teenager.
0: His creative writing class way of writing lyrics is...
1: Uh, yeah, even as a, like, 13 or 14-year-old, I remember being like, these lyrics are fucking stupid.
0: Isn't that funny? You remember when when you're young and you know it's still cheesy and re- and dumb.
1: Oh, yeah. Well...
0: But other things let we let go, like Kurt, some Kurt Cobain lyrics are just kind of like he just came up with them on the spot. Sure, on the album. But you like some of the other stuff so much that you let it go.
1: Yeah, but stuff like like Eve Six what is that one that one band uh... it was good. Charlotte rendezvous and i'm through with you whoever sings that
0: that's, shit that's eve six rendezvous and i'm through with you oh my god see back i when hate that song so much i mean and the radio used
1: to i mean i i remember listening to the radio uh like the blitz or qfm 96 up until i don't know probably the at least high school, yeah. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember having a problem with the music that was getting played all the time, but I think I would still occasionally listen to it. And uh, but when I was younger, like in you know elementary school or middle school, and they started playing that like Eve six stuff, yeah, that was it was difficult. It, it was
0: because. What about Green Day, Longview, when that came out? Like I,
1: I liked it. I liked Green Day. I don't – I remember – I remember at a certain point when I was in high school that I, I was just – I was never, like, a huge Green Day fan, but, I, I mean, I liked Dookie, uh, but by the time I was a, maybe, like, 16 – I think was when they put out American idiot and I had never really like followed a lot of their albums and stuff. But when that came out, I was just like, I hate this so much. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I, then I, then I remember reading that he was going to like make a Broadway production of the American idiot story. And I was like, Oh, I, Ooh, Ooh. I really hate you, and yeah. uh, it's 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 been. I think I'm focused more on Green Day since then, because of how much I dislike Billy Joel, Billy Joe Armstrong. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I yeah. Billy I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought of that one, but yes, uh, I don't like Green Day very much.
0: Well, remember the first thing was i think it was before american idiot was when they did that another turning point of folks looking yeah <laughs> i
1: mean god i don't i mean even if you liked that song i don't know how you couldn't have gotten tired of it they played it so many fucking times on the radio they probably still play it so many times on the fucking radio
0: it was just like disarm was, well, now
1: that now now they play it on the radio, but it's on like classic stations. Yeah, they play it on like the brew. They'll play like, of you course, know, yeah. she's my cherry pie, and then they play fucking Time of Your Life by Green Day.
0: Yeah, because the people are drunk and the the thirty year old <laughs> ladies are like, uh, this is my song. It's my, uh.
1: you don't know what this song means to me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this, is breakups. this is my breakup sign from my 17-year-old boyfriend. We
1: we broke up to She's My Cherry Pie, and we got back together to yeah. the time of my life.
0: I'll <laughs> tell you, my Cherry Pie story was me and my sister, we had this shitty little record player like a Barbie-type record player, and oh. we went to Buzzard's Nest or, or whatever the record store was before Buzzard's Nest to get the Warrant Cherry Pie album and I my mom bought it for me I got it home and I took it out and it was uh, LL Cool J Walk Like a Panther it was the wrong record <laughs> and I tried to listen to it and I was like you know I didn't really know or care about LO Cool J especially the album in between his original fame and Mama Said Knock You Out Knock You Out I had to plug in. Cool. I got I to plug in, too. Can it be done? Yeah, we can call it a day.
1: Oh, I, think I meant, like, can, can it be done? Like, can you plug in?
0: Yeah, I'll plug in. Let me go get it.
1: Okay. I'm going to go get another beer.
0: All right, it worked, but now he's gone. I'm back to dead body cam. I like those beautiful curtains as well. Oh, what happened to him? I think he might have died. What's happened to my baby boy? He went away and died. What happened to, what happened to, what happened to to JR? J.R. went somewhere, he's gone. J.R. went somewhere, he's gone. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hello. Hi. Where'd you go?
1: I went to get more beer. Hold on.
0: I just had to play a little bass for everybody while Jerry got himself a little brewski. Little play something topical. Talking talk about Green Day, I'll play. Uh... I've already messed it up. Some beer from the kitchen. I keep uh, forgetting that we're
1: recording this live. Or whatever.
0: Not live. (laughs) Said, hey, James. Take a walk on the wild side.
1: Somebody sent me a video of um, Lou Reed and John Cougar Mellencamp performing today. Who did?
0: Who did? Someone sent you a video you said?
2: Yeah. John
0: Cougar Cougar Mellencamp and Lou Reed? Yeah. How, what what could they have done? (laughs) Uh, I mean, they did it.
1: If you can imagine it, they did
0: it. Which song, that song?
1: Um you know I I just skimmed through the video um
0: <laughs> maybe it was your I, mama don't dance new dance rocking I rock.
1: knew going into it that it wasn't something I was going to uh it wasn't a level I was going to sink to uh watching the two of them perform together um
0: didn't stay watch it long enough to know what the song was cuz well
1: it it said which songs that Lou Reed had written that they played. And I think they played uh, Sweet Jane and Rock and Roll and uh, another song uh, that I didn't recognize the title of. Um, but the idea of John Cougar, the you know, I'm not a fan of the Cougster. <laughs> I, I, I tried to watch it just because I wanted to see you know, why the two of them were on stage together. And uh, I don't know if the venue is still a venue, but it, I mean, it looks like a small club. And I mean, people are, you know, going crazy, you know, throwing beers and, you know, hooting and hollering. But... Uh,
0: <laughs> like, I like to, so whose show was it? it was like, I like to bring someone out uh,
1: I don't. I'm not sure. I mean, it, it definitely started out is uh, the Coog, the Coogster, and oh, uh, wow. he was
0: he brought he out he
1: was pretty riled up uh, with little pink houses and uh, Ain't That America? Or is those the same song? Little pink houses, Ain't That America?
0: They are the same song. It's called Pink Houses. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's the same one. What other song was there that he did? Jack and Diane?
1: Is that the Chili Dog song?
0: Or sucking talking, on, chili sucking dog. on
1: Chili Dog. Chili Dog. Yeah. Uh, hookers, we were in uh, – fuck. We were, we were in uh, Virginia, Crozet, Virginia, Wilmington, Virginia or something. And uh, I don't think any of us had ever seen a taste and freeze. I thought it was just some like, like, s- like slurred speech. that like blathered dairy.
0: No, I think it was
1: recording that song. They're t- t- totally like, um, like they're like Dairy Queens.
0: Yeah, just hillbilly Dairy Queens. <laughs> I
1: don't even but know. a
0: taco to the Dairy Queen.
1: Hillbilly. I would, you know, probably enjoy everything on the menu.
0: Yeah, I'm sure uh, you would.
1: If it, if it weren't for, you know, the image of John Cougar Mellon Camp, you know.
0: Every time you went there, if you got a chili dog, someone would have to bring it now, up.
1: His shirt buttoned halfway down and, you know, chili, you know, coney sauce like yeah. spilling out his chest.
0: I do I do know that from watching <laughs> I'm watching pop up video he had spinal meningitis as a child. And he's really short. He's just a weird little runty kind of a man.
1: I'm not laughing. It's a spinal meningitis thing. I laugh. <laughs> I haven't heard uh pop up video and so <laughs> yeah.
0: It's just a memory I have. It takes up it's a part of my uh hard drive. That's what I that's what I fill it up with.
1: I would watch pop-up video right now.
0: Yeah?
1: Do you Let's think do, do you think MTV still plays music videos in the middle of the night? Do you remember? <laughs> when
0: with no music, one's looking? With,
1: with MTV, like, yeah, barely there's... music videos anymore. And then, like, they would play music videos nonstop from, like, like, 2 in the morning until, like,
0: 6 in the morning. Well, they have MTV Classic now.
1: Well, that was not...
0: That's what that is.
1: That had not come to light at the time. Yeah, Either there was I...
0: MTV 2, maybe. No, maybe... It, <laughs> you're, you're talking about in the 80s.
1: <laughs> I, no, I mean, they still played music videos in the 90s. It they play, started not the shows. I just mean, like, at some point, they were playing, like, from like two in the morning until like six in the morning they would play music videos. I mean, it wasn't anybody like, it wasn't a show that was hosted. There was was like
0: that, uh, probably in the eighties, it was probably like that more than 12 hours a day. And then they only had like a few shows.
1: I'm just, I, I, what I'm asking is, do you think they still do that?
0: On MTV classic?
1: No, just empty. Is there an MTV channel Mm -hmm.
0: If there is an MTV channel, they're playing old M- MTV reality shows. They're playing stupid shit. I don't even know if there's an MTV channel, like, that's called MTV.
1: Do they still do – is Rock the Vote still a thing? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, oh, man, Trump at Rock the Vote.
0: Yeah, Trump, Trump would sue MTV if Rock the Vote was around because, like, they, they were – because it would get more votes for Democrats because that's that a lot of people credit rock the vote for being a huge part of uh, Clinton getting elected for twice sure. you know? or at least the first time.
1: Do you remember rock the vote and black sheep when mud honey plays?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cause he gets all fucking high. He's like, ah, ah. it's like a reefer madness thing. Cause for some reason he, <laughs> he has a, a cake cocaine effect off weed. Yeah, but he's just on cocaine in real life.
1: <laughs> I still, I still don't, I don't know if I've, I've ever seen uh, Almost Heroes. Have You ever seen that?
0: No, I yeah. see the picture of it on Netflix where it shows him and uh, Matthew Perry, and he is just re- the fattest ever he's <laughs> ever been, and it's just like hair. It looks. Matthew, Matthew Perry is just kind of like this is my first movie. let right, let's let's try this. Get this going. And it's us. Uh, I don't know if it's as bad as Beverly Hills Ninja, but I think the ending of Wagons East is is is, is horrible. What I remember.
1: That what it's called. Is it Wagons East?
0: No, that's John Candy's. I'm sorry. I'm Uh-oh. talking about. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> John... Have you ever seen the
1: movie Go Berserk? No, what's that? Uh, it's a movie with John Candy and Eugene Levy. But my friend Jack and I watched it together once. and
0: uh, That sounds familiar.
1: I thought it was really bad. I did not enjoy it. I'll, I have to watch it again, but I think Eugene Levy was um, like a limo driver in it or something.
0: Yeah. But I it's uh, uh, what was good was armed and dangerous. Remember that? That one still is kind of uh funny. With the same two guys. Right. I I did find uh Going Berserk.
1: You know, uh when I tried to tell somebody about that movie once they argued with me that it wasn't a real movie.
0: Oh yeah, I so. love that. And you're like, so I made this up, and I'm trying to lie to you, is what you're telling me. That's.
1: I mean, it's difficult for me to admit that I actually dislike something that John Candy was in.
0: I am loving any
1: Make up this story about this movie. Uh,
0: it's Directed by David Steinberg, which is like a funny guy. And uh, the is dra- he? Yeah, it says a drummer slash chauffeur engaged to a congressman's daughter encounters a sleazy film director. Oh, he, that's right. And it's
1: isn't it like
0: the leader of an aerobics cult and yeah. other crazed characters during the days leading up to his wedding.
1: It's so stupid.
0: Joe, who is Joe, does, Joe does it, say, in
1: it Yeah, yeah, Joe Flaherty's in it. Does it say who the woman is? Like who his fiance is?
0: Allie Mills who was in a uh, like a show that I forget, right? Yes. Allie Mills was on some other stuff. She's in a movie, Teachers, with Nick Nolte. But I recognize her from... Uh, sh- sh- isn't she the mom in... Fred Savage show that like, the Wonder Years, yeah, the mom and Wonder Years is the same chick. Oh, really? Yeah. All this information at my fingertips, you know. It's just we live in an exciting time.
1: So when when did that movie come out?
0: 1983.
1: And when was the when did the Wonder Years start? Uh, I always think that show is older just because it takes, it takes, it took place in the 60s, didn't it?
0: Yeah, it took place in the the late 60s. That was 88 through 93. So she got her big break with going berserk (laughs) and then uh, parlayed that into the Wonder Years.
1: Does she look like.
0: She looks the same.
1: She, look, she doesn't look, like, younger and <laughs> going berserk.
0: Well, the Wonder Years, is prob- she's probably only 35, the character.
1: I'm probably thinking of her, like, when the show ends. I might not even be thinking of the right person.
0: She was Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. She was on Hill Street Blues. Well, oh,
1: yeah, uh, you know, I remember all go. of the characters a, from a uh, Dr. Meant... Quinn Medicine Woman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the funny part is, probably, I used to. You
1: know, I used to watch that show at my grandparents' house when I was a little kid.
0: Really, your, your grandma probably liked it. It's like, oh, it's a nice show. Strong, strong. female lead.
1: Yeah. Uh, my grandma watched that show, and I was like, oh yeah, I like this show for some reason, and. uh I've since uh, read about that show, and it doesn't really seem like something that I. It was I I don't think it's it's meant for It's like come out year. of the
0: nineties. It stayed in the nineties.
1: Didn't that show take place in like the eighteen hundreds?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But. I bet you there was a, uh episode where they thought she was a witch or something and wanted to burn her because she's a medicine woman. But the, the dumb doctor would come in and be like, I don't know what's going on. I'll just kind of cut his hand off. And she'd be like, no, we don't have to do that. We just have to apply some ointments. And she would save the guy's life. And it was kind of a precursor to um, – to, uh, what's that show with Lucy Lawless in it? ER? <laughs> ER?
1: Lucy Lawless. Uh... Yeah.
0: Dr. Quinn, when we came out at the same time as um... Just, we're just so dumb. <laughs> the Lucy Lawless The Lucy Lawless Variety Hour.
1: Uh... Princess Warrior. <laughs> Dr. Quinn Princess Warrior?
0: I think it was Dr. Quinn uh Prince of Thieves.
1: Ah. Dr. Quinn How dumb
0: are we? We can't think of the the show that she was on.
1: Lucy Lawless?
0: Yeah. It was a show. She was like a Xena Warrior Princess.
1: That's what I that's what I said.
0: Oh, that's right. You did. You said Dr. Quinn Warrior Princess. But I
1: said it uh, I, I was hesitant. <laughs> I was not I was not sure you if that was Queen who the, the actress's name was.
0: Yeah. She still holds up. She holds up good. <laughs> Is that what guys say? Like, I bet her tits and ass held up pretty well over the years.
1: I mean, I don't know if that's what, that's how they would have said it in Dr. Quinn times.
0: They would have, and then Dr. Quinn would have been like, hmm.
1: Let me give you some medicine for that talk.
0: Here in the 1800s, we don't talk that way about women, okay? (laughs) Yes. I like it in movies and shows where they insert some of the – contemporary political viewpoints and try to put them into a time that obviously has not interested. Like (laughs) (laughs) these guys would have just slapped her in the face and like kicked her and like Dr. Quinn woman would have been somebody would have like killed shot her or, or at least run her out of town on a log or whatever.
1: Well, I think the thing was that the guy that she, her uh, her romantic interest, uh, was raised by wolves or something, like as a child.
0: Oh, yeah. This is this
1: is character, like the you character, mean Howie how Mandel? It, raised by Howie, man- <laughs> Howie Mandel was raised by wolves, yeah, probably.
0: In that movie, Walk Like a Man. Like a man. Remember that, remember that movie? <coughs> and so he acted like a dog the whole movie. It was really funny. And then he learned to talk all of a sudden.
1: You remember that show Deal or No Deal? <laughs> yeah, I
0: remember that show.
1: <laughs> Such a fucking... Do you remember that little show, that show that he did called, um, like, How We Do It? And it was spelled H O W I E. No. Do it.
0: Yeah, curly Did hair you would... still then.
1: No, this was after. Who wants to be a millionaire? Or no.
0: Who wants to make a
1: deal? Who? Uh, do you want to make a deal?
0: <laughs> it's 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 after, <laughs> it's after. Who? It's after deal or be a millionaire.
1: Yeah. <laughs> One or the other. Um, <laughs> make a deal you can't, can't, or be a
0: millionaire. Well.
1: You can't be making deals do both you know, if you want to be a millionaire. It's a long way to the top. Uh so you no, know, how we do it was like I think it was like a candid camera type show. <laughs> kind, of, kind of like
0: Tom Green rip off
1: catch somebody in the act of like reacting like a normal human being, and then he'd pop out and, and like some disguise or something and he'd be was, like this is how we do it and they'd be like oh my god <laughs> out!"
2: <Iron Man Devil." laughs>
0: that was uh there was also a Jamie Kennedy prank show where they, would put, up. they would put him in makeup Jamie Kennedy and he lo- always looked like a goblin and he always looked really weird and it never worked it was like punked rip off
1: are you talking about blowing up
0: I'm, I don't know
1: Oh, well, maybe, yeah, maybe he had both shows. Because he had some show on MTV called Blowing Up that was about him and his friend. They were like trying to. A scripted scripted show. show. Jamie Kennedy was trying to become like a a rapper. Okay. Jamie Kennedy and his friend, Stu the Jew. That was uh, that guy's name, Stu the Jew. Cool. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> not, uh I, I, there's one episode where they tried to meet with Joe Simpson who's like Jessica Simpson and Ashley Simpson's Damn. father who I guess is like a successful music producer slash terrible father <laughs> <laughs> But the they met. They they met with him to try to get like a music career started or something. And Stu the Jew said like he he like commented on the guy's daughter's butts or something. Uh, so long story short, Jamie Kennedy didn't get Joe Simpson as a producer. Yeah, because of Stu Stu the Jew messed it up.
0: I bet yeah, Stu the Jew's like the Chumley. He just always has like some sort of uh, wise comment. <laughs> some sort of uh, hey, wait a second, isn't, isn't there, there... – <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. It, it, he's like, isn't it, it, there's always a guy? that's like you know, this stuff is this stuff ain't so serious. Let's let's lighten it up a bit. I'm going to say something goofy.
1: Isn't there a place in the short north now called Chumley's?
0: I don't know. I don't want it. I'm pretty sure. The last thing I had that was, like, really fatty and salty was from Who Hoofart- Farted. You know, I didn't know they had food. I had this fried alligator, kind of like chicken nuggets, but, like, and then it was really good. And a burger, the burger was actually a good burger. It wasn't like a, didn't have any sweet onion jelly bullshit on it. Like a, uh-huh. it wasn't a hipster burger. It was like a real burger at a burger place. And I was pretty, that's pretty much the last thing I ate before I went to the hospital. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, that was really good. But I would not go to Chumley's. It's probably like right. beanie weenie in a in, in, a, in a in a in a frisbee, and you you eat it with a um, a baby arm.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You
0: still I got see, you still I got your it. baby arms.
1: Uh, yeah, I've got that one on my jean jacket. I I can't. I'm it's afraid to put them. it on. It'll. I'm afraid I'm going to rip the jean jacket. I can't wear it.
0: <laughs> it's too little for you? A little bit, yeah. Is it because you're the COVID? You're not like a out and active like usual? Usual.
1: <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah, I don't know it might be it's uh it's i mean i had that jacket when i was in high school and weighed like i don't know like 60 pounds less than i weigh yeah yeah maybe wow. 40 pounds less uh i think i was around 140 or no maybe i was around like 120 uh, i was i was pretty skinny at some point but I used to be able to button that jacket up like all the way. I I haven't been able to button that jacket in probably ten years.
0: Do you think a jacket? Do you think a jacket has to be able to be buttoned up, or can you wear a jacket that doesn't that just is there with the belly sticking out? Is that acceptable? I mean, an unbuttonable jacket. If
1: someone does it, <laughs> you've got to accept it. I mean, I've, I've done it.
0: What are you going to tell uh, them to take it off? Yeah,
1: yeah what, what are you going to tell me? Take it off, button it up, <laughs> button,
0: button. You think my jacket's too small? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? <laughs> the fuck are you to tell me what to wear? Just leave me alone. and. Okay, make,
1: make me wear a mask?
0: Now you're telling me to button up my jacket? Yeah. I put on the mask, take off the jacket, make up your fucking mind.
1: It's one or the other. You know, it, it's like, it's, you know, it goes back to, are you going to make a deal? Are you going to
0: make a million dollars? Are you, you going to be a millionaire? Yeah. Which one is it? I need a lifeline. Well, uh, we can uh, – get, I'm getting a little tired. We can call it quits. Okay. Okay, okay, boy? Yeah. Okay, little boy, this has been uh, an episode of whatever, Spanky. I'll put an intro in and it's up or something like that.
1: Something Maybe. like that might be good.
0: Maybe I'll call the podcast something like
1: something that. Like that. You could make it uh,
0: – Mama Don't Dance.
1: Who <laughs> – who wants to, who wants to make a deal or be a millionaire? Yeah, with w- deal,
0: <laughs> deal, or be a millionaire. What's the deal that you're making? You wanna,
2: <laughs> what, okay.
0: what if the guy's like, "I'll just be a millionaire," and he's like, "Okay, you win. That's it. Good night, folks."
1: Yeah, uh, it's like that Tim and Eric show, the Billy Williams show. <laughs> it's like. They show you a picture of Robin Williams or a picture of Billy Crystal, and if they said Billy Crystal, it'd be like a buzzer to be like eh. and if you said Robin <laughs> Williams, it'd be like eh. but if you said Billy Williams, it was always right, <laughs> no matter who it was. <laughs> or it could be like, uh, yeah, do you, you want to do you want to be a millionaire, or would you rather make a deal? <laughs> Beanie weenies out of a frisbee for the rest of your life, you know it's up to you
0: with a ba- <laughs> with like a, a the lid to a previous <laughs> can yes <laughs> to eat out the in your table or like
1: to, or like to uh pull. The pull tab from a like a sardine can,
0: yeah. The, the tuna can <laughs> lid, I mean, it cuts you every time you bring it to your mouth.
1: Edge is all sharp,
0: very sharp. <laughs> One time I got Vienna sausages and I used the lid to cut them up into little pieces, which is maybe not sanitary.
1: Maybe that's why they make it so sharp, though. They're yes, like we got our, our main. Audience is, you know, oh. men living under bridges, they don't yes. have utensils, you know, they're lucky <laughs> if they've got a severed baby doll arm to, you know,
0: so don't it on
1: the back with, you know, so why don't we make things easier on them and just make the edges of this top really sharp? Yeah. So they can just dice up their sardines with their beanie weenies. Yeah. And you know, they can just <laughs> and you know, Pour the can into a, uh, like, oil funnel. <laughs> 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 <the> oil
0: funnel. <laughs> and you can use it to fend off people trying to take your beanies. We, and, al- <laughs> and also, Sorry. if you're having, like, a whole party, like a hobo party, you need, your, you need to cut up a whole lot of little pieces of Vienna sausage.
1: You could also, like, if a dog... Is attacking you, you could take the frisbee with the beanie weenies the throat, and throw it, and the dog would chase it and be able to get away.
0: <laughs> and you'd be know, like, good dog, and then make your escape.
1: Grandpa's Cheese Barn, uh, if you ever order food from there, they have like a deli. If you order like a sandwich, they'll serve it to you on a frisbee. Is that true? Yeah. I didn't realize it until Lieutenant dance was coming back from Kent one time. And we were all at grandpa's cheese barn and Randy, I think, I think that's where we, I think that's where we were. I think we were at grandpa's cheese barn and either Randy or Ryan ordered a sandwich and didn't realize until they were about to throw it in the trash. They thought it was just like a plate, like a, like a plastic plate or something. I was like, you're not going to keep that grandpa's cheese barn uh, frisbee and they like lifted <laughs> it. <up>. Some <laughs> frisbee they had no idea.
0: That's uh, awesome. So, Maybe I heard about that somewhere and it got into my brain.
1: Well, I think that they usually just put like sandwiches that are wrapped in like parchment paper and like oh. unopened bags of chips. It's not like they're, you know,
0: it's a serving tray.
1: Dumping cans of, um, you know, Bush's baked beans on <laughs> it.
0: Yeah, it's like a lunch tray with a p- t- thing on top. Right. Not like a liquid meal, like a soup or a jello That's... or ambrosia. Well, this has been good. Real good.
1: Yeah, it's been enjoyable. <laughs> yes, yes. It's real good, man. It's, I think it's been pretty tasteful.
0: I think I don't think there's anything in here that we're not going to hear later.
1: Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I imagine uh, do, do you have to hear it all?
0: Yeah, somebody's going to listen to the whole thing. I'm sure, all the way Maybe, to the end.
1: <clears throat> what's What's the longest one you've done?
0: Maybe two hours. But, uh, you know.
1: And you post them all on SoundCloud?
0: I'm, I haven't posted them all. There's only a few of them.
1: Okay. Yeah, because I noticed that, like, SoundCloud only allows – like, I have that one episode on there, which is, like, an hour and a half.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think that's already, like
0: – I think I, for
1: it. it's, like, almost half of uh, the amount of time they allow you to use for free. Yeah. I think they only allow you to upload three hours worth of stuff without paying for it.
0: Yeah. They don't want to give up. People just don't People want to give don't. away things. We deserve yeah. it. We deserve free shit all the time.
1: That Podbean website um, allows like five hours.
0: Yeah. For free.
1: Um, that's their like basic thing. And, uh, now that mine is i I had decided to wait to like pay for any kind of account with them just like i didn't want to pay for it if like i wasn't going to be able to get the podcast submitted to like apple podcasts or like spotify yeah Uh, So, since it did get accepted, I think I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to look at, well, I'm going to look into, like, the one level step up. Um, The only, I think the only thing about it is that, like, I mean, it's only, like, $12 a month, but I think it might be a thing where you have to pay, like, all of it at once.
0: Yeah, a whole year. Which,
1: you know, $144 at once to pay for, you know, something that
0: you don't know. It's if you're a goofy gonna, thing.
1: Yeah, it's it's annoying. Or maybe that's SoundCloud. One of the two is like that, though. It's like, this is your option, and, oh, it doesn't look like that big of a deal until you get to the, the bottom of the agreement or, like, the bottom of the offer and yeah. see that, like, it's an annual payment.
0: So, I oh, don't yeah. know.
1: Uh, maybe, maybe look into that Podbean website. I heard it's, of
0: Podbean uh I I heard of Podbean I'm going to try to just put this on YouTube. Oh yeah, I got a YouTube. Um,
1: the thing with Podbean though is that I I don't know how any of the other ones work, but it gives you the uh, like it gives you the choice of like trying to distribute your show to like other uh forums. Oh, okay. So it's it's all like available there. Um,
0: I'll have to do some research.
1: I didn't do mine on YouTube because mine is like a radio show and I don't have the rights to like any of that music, obviously. That's true. And um, there's like a video of us playing past the pigs in Richard's apartment one time and there's like Do It Again by Steely Dan playing on the record player yeah somebody put one of our either bryce or jason posted the video to youtube and it got fucking flagged for copyright mm-hmm. issues which is ridiculous that like you can't post a video that has music of someone else's
0: yeah like i can take a picture of a tv <laughs> set but I, you can't do music because it's still audio i forget, i forget how it works it's it's just ridiculous.
1: Like, it wasn't like we were – it wasn't as if, like, the video was, um, I don't know, like, showcasing fucking Steely Dan or anything. It was just something in the background.
2: Yeah. But
1: they were able to flag it and be like, they don't have – some. these guys don't have permission to use Do It Again by Steely Dan in their <laughs> living room while they're, you know – getting fucking drunk on, you know, Bailey's Irish cream plan <laughs> pass the pigs. It's so my, I wouldn't have been able to, I don't know if I even would have been able to upload mine.
0: What's past the pigs.
1: Pass the pigs is a, uh, like a dice game, but instead of dice, there are these little pigs. <laughs> and on one side of it, the, there's a dot. And on the other side, there's no dot and there's a uh, number of variations of how they land when you roll them, <clears throat> you accumulate different points, uh, different, uh, there's different points, different number of points awarded for uh, different ways. On that the they side
0: land. or on the stomach or upside down or?
1: All sides. <laughs>
0: Uh, it sounds like you made it up, but I but I believe you. It's
1: it's a pretty fun game. Hey, the internet is yours, man.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna delve into the internet. I think I, <laughs> there's a lot of things there that I could find useful. Pass the pigs is one of them. Well, I'll play Past the pigs just with myself here in the apartment. <laughs> you
1: could. I mean, you're just rolling to try
0: to get to hundred.
2: Thank you.